0: You're listening to episode number five of the Beam Life Podcast. Wow, can you believe it? We are just 14 days away from the brand new decade. I could not be more excited to end 2019 and start crushing 2020. But before we do that, we have to do some self-reflection and really figure out where and what we did this past year to know where we want to go. So in this episode, I'm going to be helping you guys break down 2019, get some reflection, and then also create a roadmap for 2020. I am so excited, and we're going to do this one day at a time. After all, if you win the day, you win the week, you win the month, you win the year, you win your life. All right, now's the time to get out those notebooks. You're not going to want to miss this fire. I am so excited to bring you this content, guys. So, and as always, if what you learned on this episode was helpful, please take a selfie and tag at the Beam Life. I love seeing you guys tuning in and being able to connect with you. It just helps me create better content so that you can keep beaming. Here we go. Welcome to the Beam Life Podcast, a rad and soulful show designed to set your heart on fire. As a hive, we will chat all things lifestyle, dig deep on how to achieve your wildest dreams, discover your confidence, and live the most fierce version of you. Yes, Beam Babe. You can be everything and more. Here's your host, the Beam Boss herself, Caitlin. Yes, beam, babe. I hope you've had your coffee today and you have your hearts open, on fire, ready to start crushing this new decade. I could not be more pumped to bring you this content today because it's something I am so incredibly passionate about. I am all about getting intentional, and setting up a plan so that you can be your most successful and most beam-babe self. And in order to do that, we do have to do the nitty-gritty, which is reflecting back on where we've come from this last year as well as the last decade so that we can properly assess and make really good goals for 2020 and the next decade. One of the biggest mistakes I see when I help members of our community set up goals, is that they are completely overwhelmed and create all these big, big goals, which are all great, but they're not based on anything that has actually happened, or they don't have a plan on how to get there. So that is really what I wanna help you guys avoid. I wanna stop making these grand plans and then, you know, get to the end of the year or in five years from now and not have made even one step closer towards them. So we're going to get rid of all those old behaviors and we're really going to get down to the brass tacks of what you need to do in order to start making a real, real plan. So get out your notebooks and um, I suggest that take a couple notes, but I'm also going to provide on my Instagram feed some really good downloads that you can take with you and do at home. So make sure you're following me on the gram at the beam life so that you can get all this amazing content totally free. That is how excited and passionate I am about you achieving your dreams and goals. My main goal for you is to enter 2020 completely free and excited without all the extra baggage. I mean, how often do we enter a brand new year with all the trash from the previous year, things that we didn't finish, tasks that were left undone, relationships that were left without official closure or without a conversation. Those are all the things I want you to think about right here and right now because as the famous saying goes, if you want your outer world to change you have to change your inner world so what that means is basically everything that you experience in the outside is completely a reflection of what is going on internally so if you want to make improvements you have to start by doing so from within so we're gonna break down this reflection process into three categories the first one I'm gonna call is taking out the trash Second is going to be focusing on relationships. And third is going to be journaling. The reason I start with taking out the trash as number one is because I'm going to be real with you. This is the one I hate the most. It takes just about, I would say, 45 minutes to two hours, depending on how many items you have, but creating a list of all the junk that you have not accomplished yet in this year so that includes all unfinished projects tasks um you know all those things that are on your to-do list that you've continually said you're going to finish um and also you know, clearing out those inboxes and your voicemails, all those notifications on your phone. That is all baggage and things constantly there to distract you. So if we can just go into this new year with basically, literally a clean slate, it would be a huge weight lifted off of our chest. When you start making this list, there will be obvious things that you haven't accomplished, right? Because they're probably in the present time. But there will also be things that you wanted to accomplish maybe at the beginning or middle of the year that you haven't thought about in a while. So go back through your calendar and start kind of, are there doctor's appointments that you didn't make? Or is there, you know, phone calls you didn't return? Or is there something in your house you've been meaning to fix that you keep ignoring? All those little things I want you to put on this list. Once you've created the list, you will see that some of those items no longer matter and are no longer a priority and don't even need to be brought into the next year. So you can just go ahead and cross those off. But the next thing is all those unopened things. I want you to do your ever loving best to then take those items and put them in your calendar and schedule time. Now, I know it's the holidays, guys, and we have very little time until the brand new year, but if you can at least make a major dent, if not delete all of these things, I guarantee you, you will be starting off on such a better foot. Now, the same process that we did for number one, we're also going to be doing for number two, which is all about relationships. Have you guys ever been at, you know, the family dinner table, which I don't even know why I'm asking you if you've ever been here, because I guarantee you 99.9% of us have been here. And if you haven't, I'm so sorry, your family must be really boring. But have you ever been there and you're just like, why is this conversation so awkward or why are these people fighting or what happened with this tension and it's because either you and that person or the two other people that you're witnessing did not have that official communication breakdown and address have those hard conversations and address the problem right so when we avoid those conversations this time of year when we see those people it comes to a head and it explodes. So I'm going to ask you to have those card conversations. And that doesn't just go with family members, but also with, you know, someone you've been meaning to reach out to for a while that you feel like you want to love on and let them know you're thinking about them. That goes a long way this time of year. And even going for if you have employees, right? Or um, somebody that you no longer, you want to work for you. Um, Having that difficult conversation of letting them go before the new year, and not just procrastinating these things. Or if there's something on your heart and mind that are heavy that you're wanting to tell somebody, Don't take all of that into the new year. Clear it out now. Have that conversation because things only get piled up higher under the rug unless we address them. And the last thing that comes to mind when I talk about relationships is forgiveness. I know that the holidays bring about this word a lot, but really intentionally, I want you to dig deep here and think about anybody that you feel has maybe wronged you or that you've held some resentment against and dig deep in your heart to forgive them, whether or not you actually tell them that you forgive them, you can take all that hostile energy that you've put towards being so angry and let it go and forgive that person and get rid of that negative energy that's really an anchor around that relationship or around relationships in general. And you're going to be amazed at how it allows you to thrive and grow once you get rid of that, because now you're making space for a more healing, positive energy in your life. And now my most favorite part of self-reflection, and that's going to be journaling. I think that this part is probably the most important because it's going to allow you to create your new goals and roadmap moving forward, right? We have to have a clear understanding of what we're actually capable of and kind of where we missed the mark. And we learn from our past mistakes and failures. So let's take a moment here And this is what your worksheets that I'm going to provide on my At The Beam Life Instagram page for you um, will provide these prompts. But I want you to think about and describe your past year in one to three words, and then start thinking about moments that made you the most joyous. Um, What were some new skills and habits that you learned? What are some new discoveries about yourself? What were some negative things? And how did you overcome those obstacles? Who has been in your life? Who was new in your life? Who did you let go of in your life? What were your highs, your lows? So you kind of get the point of where I'm going here. But the most important thing is, is that you actually write it down and think about it. You're going to want to be in a quiet space. Uh, Allow yourself, I would say, a good two hours, which is short. And it could be maybe an hour a day over two to three days um, if you can't carve out two hours. But I do encourage you to carve out the time and for it to be alone time because there is going to be some emotional things that come up, some private things that come up, and you don't want to be distracted by phones or by kids or by laundry, things like that. You want to make sure that it is quality time with you, the person who matters the most. I know specifically for me around this time of year, I have a lot of stress and anxiety about the holidays in general, but it's also the ending of a year. So there's can be some negative emotions that sometimes get tied into this time of year, which can take away from all the wonderful and joyous things that actually happened. So I want you to actually take in all of these things and then feel that moment of gratitude for all the beautiful things that have happened to you, right? And it really does change your perspective on where you're currently at because you start to look at things completely different. So this is the most important part of the reflection process. One and two are also crucial, but if you do nothing else, please make sure you get in this time for self-reflection. And until you've done that part, it's gonna be really hard to set up your roadmap and your goals for 2020. But now we're going to talk about how you do that. I'm also going to be providing some prompts and downloads for this as well. I think it's super important to create a vision board. And that doesn't literally mean things that you cut out and paste, although that's great too if you're a super visual person. But writing things down and getting those key three goals for the year are super important too. And then taking those handwritten goals and creating a visual board that you put on your phone background, or it's a photo on your desk at work or something on your refrigerator, that constant reminder of what it is you're working for every day. And if it's not a photo, maybe it's a quote or a word, but something that's going to keep you going throughout the entire next year. I personally like to think there are four main categories to think about when you are trying to set up a roadmap. First one is gonna be your mindset and your spiritual growth. What do you want from that over the next year? Next is gonna be your body and health. So that would be any kind of nutrition or physical goals. Then it's going to be relationships. And then it's going to be your career or business. I like to give each one of those categories their own sheet of paper so that I can prioritize and organize goals under each one of those headliners. So again, those categories are mindset, spiritual, body, and health, relationships, and business or career. When you do this exercise, I want you to treat it as a brain dump. And by that, I mean just kind of word vomit, literally get everything out of your head onto the paper, right? If you could have the superpowers of accomplishing every single thing you ever wanted to do, Under each one of those categories, write it down. What does that look like? What does the perfect body and health look like to you? What does a perfect career or business startup or, you know, if you have a current business, what does the new vision of it look like? What is your spiritual and mindset? And, And in that can also be included financial, right? Because that's part of mindset. What are your healthiest relationships look like? So really dig deep and write it all down. Don't be afraid to write down. Don't think small. Think big. This is your opportunity to get it out of you. Put it on paper. Actually read it. Read your dreams. Read your goals. Embrace it. Soak it in. What is it that you really want, right? Because if you can't even be honest with yourself on what it is that you want, how the hell are you going to go out and achieve it okay sorry totally get heated up about this anyway so once you have everything all laid out I want you to then go through page by page and highlight the two things on every page under each of those main categories that would be your ideal right if you could only accomplish two things from each one of those then go back through and circle the one out of the two things, and then choose the category that is the most important to you. You really, truly, we are not meant to multitask, right? When we spread ourselves around and try to do all these things, that's when we really miss the mark. So while all the goals are important, and I will get to that, I want you to To really think about if you could only accomplish at the end of next year when you're doing this exercise again and you go back and think, I only accomplished this one thing, but it accelerated all things, what is it? This is so in line with one of my favorite quotes which is a rising tide lifts all boats. So for example, after laying everything out, if your main goal like it was for me last year was to complete an ultra 50 mile run, that was a huge goal. There was no way I could spread myself thin, do all the training for that and accomplish all these other things. So when I put that as a main goal, I had to be honest and knew some things were going to be sacrificed. This year for me, it's going to be a big year of business growth. So I know that all of my energy and focus is going to be focused on growing my business. So in doing so, I also do need to take care of my body and my health. I need to have a strong mindset and spirituality. I need to be centered in my relationships. And that goes for all relationships. When all of those areas are healthy... Your one main goal will get accomplished, right? And those other things will also be enhanced. You will be moving closer towards all goals. That's why I love that quote, a rising tide lifts all ships. Just think about that, right? We put all of our energy and focus towards that one thing, all things start to get better and you're moving closer without even realizing it. So be honest with yourself, categorize, write things down, and then Pair it down to the one thing. You will accomplish that one thing much faster than you think you would if all your energy is intentional and directed towards that. And now that you've allowed that time to conquer that one big goal, You can start to move on to your second goal, your third goal, and heck, maybe even your fourth big goal this year, right? You're really truly unstoppable, but you got to get focused. You cannot rule your world on randomness. You will never achieve anything without setting up intentional practice to work towards your goals. And you can't just do this now. You need to take the time every single day Every, at the end of every week, at the end of every month, at the end of every year to check in with your progress, right? It's one thing to just say, hey, here's all my goals, but if you're never holding yourself accountable or checking in with your progress or even making daily lists to get closer to that goal, it's going to make it really difficult to ever achieve it. So, as always, Bean Babes, I am so honored to share this space with you. I love nothing more than talking about goals and intention and setting you know, all the amazing things up so that you can live your most incredible life. Because wouldn't it be awesome if at the end of next year or in 10 years from now you look back and you can really say I was living my best life and I still am because I set myself up. I made a decision to live life for me the way I want to, not the way somebody else has set it up for me. It is your choice always. So make the choice to put yourself first and to achieve all the things it is that you want. In turn, everything and everyone around you will see that and feel that and also feel the joy and the happiness, which is always what we want is to be the change, right? So if we are changing ourselves, we're changing our surroundings. So anyway, beam Babes, that's all I got for you today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Do the work. I'm so excited to see how you guys just completely turn into these beautiful, glowing beam Babe goddesses in 2020 and forever moving forward. And just keep beaming. Don't let anybody turn off your shine. Happy holidays. Can't wait for the next week's episode. You're not going to want to miss it. It's the special Texas edition, and uh, that's all I got. So ciao for now, Beam Babes. The Beam Life Podcast records episodes weekly and can be found on Instagram at the TheBeamLife and at BeamLife.com.